Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, hello, I am Matt Williamson. You probably know that by now. This is the Locked On NFL podcast. Drop me a line at Williamson NFL. Check out the entire Locked On network. It is Friday, 11-11, 11-11, make a wish. Um, happy Veterans Day. And um, obviously, like a lot of Americans, I know of quite a few people older than myself that were veterans and served this country. And I'm not here to make any political statement or anything along those lines. I'm here to talk football with you guys. So, uh, but I, would, I, I do strongly urge you to take a minute and just think about the, the sacrifice they make and the importance they make to the... To the country as a whole and keeping us all safe and um, again Veterans Day is a, is one of those days that you all you, that can get easily overlooked by some but it is highly highly important. Um, last night's game. Let's not harp on last night's game. It wasn't a terrible game. I mean, it kind of was who we thought it was in in a way. I mean, Cleveland hung around for a while. I don't know that they can play 60 minutes of quality football. I'm not sure how much quality football was there to begin with on either side. Um, the Kessler benching. As of noon here on Friday, I haven't heard a good reason why they made that switch, but it sure didn't work. I thought Kessler was playing pretty well. I think as the organization as a whole, you want to see what he's doing, and I didn't think he warranted getting pulled. McCown was clearly worse. I mean, an odd decision. Um, okay, whatever. Uh, Flacco really wasn't all that much better. I mean, some terrible throws. Uh, really concentrated in the short middle zone of the defense and had some success with that. Uh, Perryman made a big play in the end zone, which could have been overturned. It wasn't. And it made Flacco's numbers probably look better than the, certainly better than how he played. I'm a bit of a Flacco apologist going back to, you know, the time I had recruiting him at Pitt. But he's been bad this year. Um, he doesn't throw the ball as well. It, you know, it's certainly not as accurate. Uh, his decisions are poor. The, the offense in general has been very, you know, below average, to say the least. I think we have to remember, though, with Flacco, and again, I'm not an apologist, but he began this season coming off injury, played very, very little in the preseason, and he looks like that. He looks like he's recovering from injury or dealing with something that's lingering because um, throwing the football has never been a problem for the guy. I mean, he's got he's one of the best passers of the football in the league. Um, so that's a concern, obviously. Uh, no Marshall Yonda in this game. Throughout the game, the, the Ravens lost two of their start, you know, then starting offensive linemen, Lewis and Zuta. Zuta came back. Um, we saw we didn't see a lot of running room for West, and then more so for Dixon as the game went on. Uh, they ate the clock up late. I thought Dixon was clearly the more um, impressive of the two, and I've been talking him up for a while now. You know that. Uh, I think he's going to be a potential guy for them. You know, a step up at a key position that they need it. 
Uh, there was not a lot of running room. I mentioned the the, the problems with the offensive line in, in terms of injuries. Um, but Danny Shelton is somebody, is a real, real bright spot. I know he's a nose tackle. People don't get super excited about it. He's you know, a giant human being. Real standout all season long for the for the Browns. And I thought, I was watching him quite a bit last night, and I thought he was maybe the best player in the field. I thought he was a fantastic performer. And he's not just a big hog in the middle. He can rush the passer a little bit too. I mean, he's playing like a first-round pick nose tackle. And those guys, you know, don't get picked high nowadays. He is a disruptor, powerful he is one of the you know handful or dozen or so true building blocks of this team, and, and I thought Collins behind him and you know all throughout you know, used in many spots on the defense. A new Brown, obviously, uh, is quite good too. Uh, I, I I think he's still a great player. And hey, I, I don't mean to argue with Bill Belichick; he knows more than I do. But man, uh, I want Jamie Collins on my team. The other side of the ball, Suggs was kind of the story. I, you know, he made a big play. They were talking him up a lot in this game, rightfully so. Um, the, the thing that I got wrong was I thought the Cleveland receivers would have nice advantages against the Ravens' corners, and I didn't see that at all. I didn't see receivers running free. So some, sometimes hard watching it live, but I didn't see a lot of space. I didn't see. Um, Coleman or Pryor exploiting the, the, the secondary for Baltimore. So that's an encouraging sign uh, for the Ravens. And what else we got with this one? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a little bit excited for the, the Ravens have a very difficult schedule going forward. The Browns have a difficult enough schedule where I don't think they're going to win a game. Could this game kind of kickstart the offense? Guys like Dixon and Perryman infuse in, in some energy to the squad. Maybe. Can Flacco start to play a little better? I mean, a little better? He's been, obviously, a liability. That's a problem. Um, so, I, I don't think the Ravens are going away. They're well coached. They, their defense is very stout against the run. But they do have a tough schedule. So, I'm open to the idea that they could be, you know, a playoff team. I tend to think the second half of the season is going to be a struggle for them. But there's some encouraging signs here. Pass defense. Um, Perryman, Dixon, hopefully Flacco plays a little better. But let's move on to the rest of the slate of games. All right, we have four teams on by, Bills, Lions, Colts, Raiders. One game in the books. Chiefs at Panthers. Whew. I urge you, I just wrote an article, and it came out like half an hour ago. Can the Panthers, you know, go to the playoffs? Can they be that second half, light it up, play great football like they did last year type of team? Um, I think the answer is yes, but I urge you to check out the the uh, the article. Can they get to the playoffs? So that's a different story. We know Kansas City has been tremendous over, you know, they just get wins. They quietly get wins, and they're a, a professional team. We should see Justin Houston. We should see Alex Smith. We should see Spencer Ware. If this game was in Kansas City, I would have no problems taking the Chiefs. I, I'm leaning towards the Panthers, though. And I think this guy's a chance to be a very good game. And I think there's a, quite a few games in the schedule today or this upcoming week that should be high-quality games. Um, will the Panthers run on Kansas City? I think enough. I think this is a low-scoring 17-16, 20-17, something like that. Uh, back and forth, very evenly matched in Carolina, though. And I think these teams are, uh, 
close to equal. I mean, I, I, I think everyone sleeps on the Chiefs, and maybe myself included, but uh, that's not an easy road trip right now. Carolina's 2-0 and after the bye, and they're playing well. Can the Chiefs exploit a questionable Carolina secondary, especially without Jeremy Macklin? See, I don't like that part of it. Um, for that reason, I'm going to go with Carolina. Houston at Jacksonville. The Jags are terrible. And Houston, I think we talked about this yesterday, that I'm open to the possibility that maybe the offense won't stink in the second half of the season. And mostly that's attributed to O'Brien. Obviously some talent there. Maybe Osweiler takes at least a small step forward, baby steps. And I like their defense a lot. I just don't trust the Jags at all. I mean, at all. I mean, I know they're at home, but how much of a home field advantage is that? Uh, Houston, to me, is the better team. This would be a big win, obviously, in the a terrible division. Give me the Texans. Denver at New Orleans. If this was at Denver, I would take Denver. It's in New Orleans. I'm taking the Saints. Denver's defense, to me, has been... Not exposed, but it hasn't been terrific. It hasn't been an A-plus defense. And I feel like Breeze, especially in the Dome, is going to put up points no matter what. And they've been running the ball well, real well. Um, albeit against San Fran. But the Broncos' run defense worries me a little. Simeon worries me a lot. And I really think the Lynch move needs to come very soon. I think their buy is still looming. And that could be the time to do it. Um, yeah, I like the Saints in this one. And I think the Saints will put up 24 to 30 points in that neighborhood. Protection obviously could be a problem. Uh, but I would think it's going to be more of a run-based offense for New Orleans than generally speaking. And, you know, dump it to Ingram and Hightower as well. Uh, I just don't know where Denver's offense comes from. I don't really trust their running game. I think the C.J. Anderson injury has been bigger than people want to admit. And I like their receivers, but I don't trust the guy giving them, you know, distributing the ball. Rams go to the Jets. Uh, this one's not going to be on many people's radar. But I feel like if Gurley goes off, they have a chance. But I don't think running backs go off against the Jets, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, in New York... Uh, it would be, wouldn't it be fun if this was uh, Goff versus Petty or Hackenberg? Would be even more fun, but it's not going to be. We're going to get Keenum. We're going to get Fitzpatrick. These coaches are holding on for you know save their season, and uh, I understand that. I'm not blaming them for it, but I just think it's sort of silly. You know, the, the, you got to go with go with the future. Get Goff out there. See what you have in Petty. Um, I, I think the Rams' defensive line also causes a lot of problems. I could see, I could see Donald having a defensive MVP type of or game in this one. I almost feel like the, the first one to 14 wins this game. You know, it, both defenses are decent, but neither one's a real good matchup for the other. Um, don't trust the quarterbacks, of course. So there's not a lot of offensive talent in this game. I like the Jets at home, but this is a down-the-radar game. All right. Falcons at Eagles. I don't know if this is a great matchup for the Falcons. You know, I think Ryan's going to get hit in this game. 
I expect you know, we're seeing more blitzing from Philadelphia. We're seeing, I, I don't know if that's going to be a trend or if that's a week-to-week proposition of how they decide to play. Um, the Falcons are obviously a handful on offense, and I don't see a real answer for Julio Jones with the Eagles' corners. I think they could be in for a long day. But I do think Ryan gets hit, and I could see him having a come-back-to-earth-in-Philadelphia type of game. But then you look at the other side of the ball, I could see Wentz playing very well. I just don't think that they have any weapons. You know, who's the running back here? You know, who's going to control the clock for the Eagles and keep the Falcons off the field? Who's the wide receiver that's going to have a big game? What are they going to do with Trufant? You know, Trufant's a really good corner. Is Matthews enough? I mean, I could see the Ertzes and Trey Burtons of the world having an increased role, and we saw that last week, and this is a good team to attack the middle of the field with their young guys. Um, that's getting better in that regard, but still a work in progress. I'm going to take the Falcons in a fun game, but it would not shock me if the Eagles end up winning this game. Uh, there are some matchups I like, and I can see their defense coming up big in this one. Bears at Bucks. Uh, we might get Doug Martin. I think we will. We, Evans is going to play. I think Winston's got to be pretty darn happy about those two things. I could see him having success. I really like the Bears' front seven. I really like the Bears' receivers and Cutlers' matchup against Tampa's pass defense secondary. For that reason, I'm going to go with Chicago. I think Jordan Howard could probably equal Martin's production as well. Um, I think Evans has a huge game. I think Alshon Jeffrey has a huge game. But I think Chicago is better than Tampa. I mean, these guys are obviously you know, top 10 overall draft pick type of squads. But I like, I like what Chicago is doing right now better than Tampa. And, and I don't look at Tampa and think, boy, they have a great home field advantage. You know, that's the difference. I don't see it that way. Uh, I could see Winston taking some hits too. Packers at Titans. This should be a good game. And Rodgers is playing really well. Mariota is playing better. Um, I, I think the way you attack the Packers is at their corners right now. You throw the ball, and, and guys like Matthews and Wright have you know, I- increased their production since the beginning of the season. Those guys could do well. I think Mariota could have a big game. I don't know that... The Titans' very good running game will dominate this contest. Um, it's amazing, though. I mean, ima- imagine that, you know, I'm, I'm having this conversation. I'm torn who to take, Packers, Titans. When a couple months ago, you would think, man, I mean, pa- the Packers could be the Super Bowl champs and the Titans could pick first overall. I mean, it wasn't that far-fetched to think that way about these two teams. And I think they're very equal teams at this point. I think the Packers' talent level uh, overall on that team, especially on offense, is vastly overrated. I guess Starks is going to play, but he didn't look good when before his injury. I don't think they'll run all over Tennessee. I'm really torn here. I'm going with the Packers, but man, really reluctantly. I just really think Rodgers could have a really nice game. I don't love the secondary for Tennessee. I think they can find a matchup or two there. We know that Green Bay collectively does not handle... Uh, man coverage nearly as well and you know LeBeau based defense is going to be a lot more zone we do see defensive coordinators switch and play more man than they would generally I'm not sure Tennessee's real equipped to do that though 
I'll take the Packers, but again, highly competitive game. Should be a fun one for sure. This next one should be too, but I have a hunch, and I haven't checked the line on, on them or anything, but I bet the Vikings are favored in Washington, and I don't think they should be. The Trent Williams suspension really worries me. I mean, I think Cousins is going to take hits. I don't think Deshaun Jackson's going to play. So, you know, I, the Vikings defense could steal this one and Cousins could go back to that three interception type of quarterback that I still think is in his DNA. That's possible. It's very possible. Uh, and I could see him taking plenty of hits. I could see, I don't trust Washington's running game, especially with Williams out. But, and I don't like the running backs all that much. I, I mean, so, um, the other side of the ball though, what do the Vikings do to score points? You know, can will Norman spend a lot of time on Diggs? And even if that's a draw, and I know Diggs can operate out of the slot, and you know, it's not like it's going to be a, a one-on-one all day. But if that's even a draw, that really favors Washington. Because, you know, I think Washington rushes the passer much better than people realize. The Kerrigans of the world, Preston Smith, that I think that they can. I think their pass defense is pretty darn good, and Minnesota doesn't run on anybody. Their run defense stinks. So, I'm taking I'm taking Washington at home in this one, and I'm pre- I feel pretty confident about it. I, I recognize that the Vikings D could steal the day. I mean, that's certainly a possibility. All right, let's get right back at it here with another good game. Again, I think these teams are very evenly matched. Miami at San Diego. Gordon versus Ajayi. Uh, The Chargers' run defense is much better than it was a year ago. Um, They could... They should be able to rush the passer pretty well. But I'm really interested to see that Miami's O-line versus Chargers' front seven results. I think that's highly interesting. Um, will Hayward be on Landry a, a high portion of this game? I could see that. Guys like Devontae Parker need to step up, though. I mean, I, I'm never, I haven't been a huge fan of his, and, and I'm still not. On the other side of the ball, I think Rivers will do what Rivers does, and you know, do you know, do good things against a so-so secondary, uh, bad secondary, honestly. But they have some injuries at their receiver positions too. Um, does Ajayi have more success than Gordon? I think that's a coin flip. But in the end, I'm going to go Rivers over Tannehill in San Diego. Again, this should be a really good game. I think this could be... If I'm betting on what team, what game goes to overtime, I'm looking at Chiefs-Panthers. I'm looking at Falcons-Eagles. I'm looking at Packers-Titans. And I'm definitely looking at Dolphins-Chargers. That this could be a down-to-the-wire true even battle this should not be close to being competitive and that's the 49ers at the cardinals if this is competitive i'm ready to dig a hole and throw the cardinals in them in it because and say that they're done because they should blow the niners out david johnson should run for 200 uh palmer should be able to find matchups all over the field he likes arizona's defense should utterly dominate uh, it, to me, I, and I, I don't mean to talk this badly about the Niners, but we know who they are at this point. I, I look at this as, I, this should tell me where the Cardinals are in more of a negative fashion. If they don't blow them out, I'm real worried for this team and I'm done with them. Dallas at Pittsburgh. 
Steelers are favored in this game. And it's the kind of game they win. You know, everyone's going to be watching. They just got embarrassed last week. Ben's a week off from his coming back from his injury. A week after that should be healthier. I get it. You know, I mean, Dallas's defense isn't real scary. Pittsburgh has more talent. And I think that's safe to say, especially when absolutely when they have the ball. Dallas doesn't rush the passer well at all. Neither do the Steelers. I mean, these are two of the worst pass rushing teams in the league. I just, th- I mean, I think a huge key to this game is who gets up early. You know that if the if the Cowboys have the lead, they're going to grind it into the Steelers, and that's their formula. It works very, very well. If the Steelers have the lead, I have some concerns if Dak Prescott's ready to mount a comeback on the road against a decent opponent. You know. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys, though. I trust their running game. I think it travels. I think it... Uh, that I don't see Pittsburgh jumping up by 14 or 20 at the half, anything like that. Um, ben hasn't played very well, especially on the road. But, and I know the injury, but uh, it has not been a great year for him. And not that I... I, mean, I still favor him over Prescott, don't get me wrong. But, you know, Antonio Brown should be a big problem. Bell should be a problem. I get all that, but... Dallas is better right now and more trustworthy, I would say. This is kind of a bummer for the Seahawks. <laughs> you got a short week after Monday Night Football. You got to go cross country to New England, the best team in the league that's coming off a bye. And Belichick's been, you know, preparing for you for two weeks. I'm going to take the Patriots. I mean, any team in the league going, going through those things, I would take the Patriots. I mean, that's a brutal situation. Playing there is tough enough as it is. I do think there's a very good chance that this is the first of two meetings for these two, though. And you can figure out what that, I think that means. Um, and it wouldn't shock me if I took Seattle in the second meeting. And But they're not going to have Michael Bennett, most likely. The Patriots O-line, to me, is very average. But without Bennett, I don't know that they can be super-duper disruptive. Plus, Brady gets it out so quick. The other side of the ball, and I wrote an article about this not long ago, that the Patriots pass rush is pretty darn poor and I think Wilson maybe he's not lighting it up for your fantasy team but I still think he's having a good year and Graham could cause problems I would think that's Belichick's priority number one is let's slow down Jimmy Graham no one seems to fear the the Seahawks running game which is a little surprising I know their line's bad but I thought they would run the ball better um, maybe more precise try to get him on the linebackers uh, you know I, I think again these are two High, high-quality teams. Should be a very fun game. Would it blow me away if Seattle won? No, but, um, I mean, they're a very mentally tough team. They're certainly the been-there-done-it factor with both these franchises. I just think that's asking too much. I mean, considering the circumstances and the travel and the short week and the bye and all those terrible things and going against Seattle, that's rough. That's a, <laughs> that's a real rough order there. Um, so there you have it. I mean, I, I think that's that's the Patriots. I mean, they're a great, great team. They're a great organization. I also think we're going to get a good game Monday night. Bengals at Giants. And I feel like, and you can say this for a lot of teams, but these two more than any, their star receivers, it's, it's, they kind of go as AJ Green and Odell Beckham go. Like if you tell me on Tuesday morning that AJ Green went for, 155 and a touch, and Odell went for 70 and a touch, I would be like, since he won this game pretty big. You know, I, I feel like 
if their stud receivers are studs, which they often are, the offense is pretty functional and above average. And if they get taken out, then they don't have a lot of other things to go to. But I think that's changing a little bit for Cincinnati because of Eifert. Um, and for that reason, I think they're the better team. I know going to New York on the road on Monday night, it doesn't sound like an easy chore, and it probably won't be. The Giants are playing better. I'm hoping we'll see more Paul Perkins and um, get some sort of semblance of a running game. But but the Giants' best offensive lineman, Justin Pugh, he doesn't get talked about a lot, but he's a really good player. Uh, he's going to be out for this one, and that seems like a Geno Atkins feast to me. That's... So I like the Bengals on both lines of scrimmage better. And I trust their weaponry a little bit more. Again, good game. I mean, that could be... We could be up up real late Monday in an overtime situation, too. So, you know, we buzzed through these pretty quick. And I urge you, if you want to know more about Bengals, Giants, whatever, check out Locked on Bengals, Locked on Giants. Um, I tell you that every every day. I hope you're doing it. Give me some feedback, too. I'd like to know what you guys think of some of the other Locked On podcasts. Give me some feedback on this one, too. I, I haven't heard from you guys as much on Twitter the last week or so. Um, drop me a line. What am I doing well? What am I doing poorly? I got some mixed results on the power ranks I did because I did it much differently this week. And one dude told me, like, Matt, you had too much information in front of you. You were kind of cluttered. Other people were like, that was awesome. That was a really cool way of, you know, talking about these these different mat- different teams where they're at right now. So let me know. All right, guys. We will talk on Monday. Enjoy your Veterans Day. Hope you get the day off. And have a great weekend. Good football weekend coming up.